This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. <clears throat> A big shayla that comes up this Shabbos, many people ask about, is whether or not they're allowed to shave the covered Shabbos. Is it permissible to shave for covered Shabbos? Right, covered Shabbos is a big deal. We've discussed in the past. There's a halachas of what a person is supposed to do to conduct himself to be ready for Shabbos. So is it mutter to shave the covered Shabbos during the three weeks? For us Ashkenazim, Minag Ramah, we already have an issue to spire starting from Shabbos and Tammuz. Would there be some heter to be able to shave the covered Shabbos? It's not just a, you know, thinking covered Shabbos. It seems to be almost mefurish like that from the Morgan Avram. If you take a look in some Tovkuf Nonalaf, there's a Magen Avram over there, Sif Katn Yud Gimel. The Magen Avram is quoting the sheet of the Gosa Shri, who wants to know, based on the Mishnah and Tainis, why don't we permit Tispiris? That's an important word, Tispiris. Why don't we permit cutting our hair on, on Friday because of Kavit Shabbos? The Mishnah over there, at the end of Masechus Tainis, is matter certain things, even during uh, the week of Tishabov, under the banner of Kavit Shabbos. So the Magen Avram wants to know, why aren't we matter Tispiris? So the Magad Avram explains, he says, I'll tell you the difference. He says, the reason why we're not matter to Spiris is because the nearly atam, the belavachin regidul mesaper bechol shvur. He says, because people don't get haircuts every single week. So it really wouldn't be clear that you're doing this for Shabbos. How often do people get haircuts? Every third week, every fourth week, depending on how much hair you have, okay. But people don't get every single week. So what are you going to tell me? I have to take a haircut every week because of covered Shabbos. So all right, it's the Magad Avram. So when you see this mug in Avram, what jumps at you is, that's very true when you're talking about getting a haircut, where we don't get a haircut every single day. But today, the world we live in, many people, or probably most people who shave, shave every single Friday. So the simple reading of the mug in Avram would indicate, but if it would be something like shaving, which you do every single week, or for sure every single Friday, then Avada would be mutter else covered Shabbos. So it's almost mefurish in the mug in Avram that it is mutter to shave the Kavit Shabbos, if you shave every week, which almost everyone who shaves, shaves at least on Friday. So this deal from the Magad of Ram seems to be very, very clear. And it's made by quite a few Achorayim. The Shi'ar Mitzanam Bahalacha writes like that, Mefurish, on his commentary to the Kitzvah Shulchan He writes, according to this Magad of Ram, it should be 100% mutter to shave the Kavit Shabbos. That was also the opinion of the Evan Yisrael, Dain Fisher, and Eretz Yisrael, writes like that also. Rebbe Vad Yosef writes like that for Ashkenazim, he says. He says, us, Svaradim, we're allowed to shave anyways. But to the Ashkenazim, Avada, they're allowed to shave, based on this comment from the Magen Avram. They bring down, I saw this in a couple of places, we have David Korngelas, the Mashkiach of Ne Yisrael, Baltimore, used to run around Fridays, this time of year, he used to mutcher the bochim. You have to shave, you have to shave. It's, it's, a, it's a covered Shabbos. He held Pasha, the Pshat and the Magen of Rome dictates that a person has to shave the covered Shabbos. It's also the opinion of Simcha Broid from Chevron. He also held that it's Pasha you have to shave. And again, if you're allowed to shave, then you have to shave. That's covered Shabbos. So these Achreinim all assumed, Pasha, Pshat and the Magen of Rome, that it's 100% mutter to shave the covered Shabbos. There's an interesting chsam soifer. There's really two chsam soifers that are interesting. One is on the side of the page in the Shulchan Aruch. The chsam soifer on the side of the page of the Shulchan Aruch acknowledges this diak in the Magen Avram. And he says that today having a facial hair is more than just his spires. And he says if you can come up with another sniffle hakel, then perhaps you could be makel to shave. He's not willing to be makel completely, but he says if you can come up with another sniffle hakel, you can come up with something else. To be matter the shaving, then you can be matter shaving the covered shabbos. Why this chasam soifer is interesting because if you take a look in the tshuva's chasam soifer, 
The Chassam Sefer writes in the Tshuva of Mamish Mufurish. He's not talking about the three weeks per se. He's talking about the Tshuva in Hilchas Avelos. And he writes that this Magen Avram that talks about Tispiris was only Tispiris. Writes the Chassam Sefer, shaving is a different category. He says shaving is so uncomfortable not shaving. It's not what Chazal meant when they talked about Tispiris. It sounds like from the Chassam Sefer that it's Mamish Mutter even during... They never banned shaving. When you read that Chassam Sefer in Arachayim, uh, that was in your day. You get the impression that some Sefer held that the Isra Tispiris that we know of that exists, Bein HaMitzarim, never included beards. That's not what they meant. Why? Because it's taka, very uncomfortable not to grow a beard. There's a similar Tshuvas in Noi Behuda like that, where he makes a similar argument that when Chazal asked Tispiris, they meant here. Because we all know, you can go a little bit without a haircut, it's uncomfortable, it's not, but it's manageable. But not to shave. The Noi Behuda has an amazing lush in the Tshuva. He says it's terribly uncomfortable not to shave. So these are going to go a whole different route. They sound like they're saying that when Chazal gave Isser or the Minhagim of Tespiris, it never ever included shaving. So I saw that they asked him Shleim Azalman. Someone took, came to Shleim Azalman Orbach once and told him that a certain Rav in America, doesn't tell us who his name was, a certain Rav in America tied this same idea. That when Chazal asked Tespiris, that with the Lushin of the Mechaber, where he talks about these things, is always Tespiris. Tespiris doesn't mean shaving. Shaving is Giluach. So this Rav in America, doesn't say who he was, claimed that there's never an Isra to shave. It was only to spirits. And if Shem Zalman said, that's ridiculous. It's 100% not true. When Chazal asked it to spirits, it meant your head, it meant your beard, it meant all parts of your body. But L'chayra, there is such a basis like this in Chassam Seifer and in Oedib Yehuda, who both sound like that. That to spirits and to glachas are two separate sugyas, and it's very possible they were matzah to glachas. It's interesting, if you take a look in the Emes Liyankov and Hilchah Sefirah Soimer, not by us in Mena Mitzarim. Rabbi Yaakov talks about a shayla that many people ask about. Let's say, for example, we know many people get heterim to shave for business. Even though I think we have to rethink a lot of those heterim, how true they are. A lot of yeshiva guys, they wait their whole life to go to work so they can shave. For all those years they were oppressed, they couldn't shave, so now they wait, fine, I'm working, I'm allowed to shave. You have to know if it really fits the heterim. Rabbi Moshe Grada has two tshuvas that are contradictory. He explains himself in a much later tshuva. One of the later tshuvas in 1983, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein writes, that even though I permitted people to shave for parnoso when I thought it would, it would, they would lose their parnoso, he says, I only permitted to shvur shachalboi. And in a later truth, he said, I permitted even after shvur shachalboi. So he explains why this theory. So he said, because I assumed that people who lose their jobs would be able to borrow money from friends and they'd stay afloat. He says, but I realize it's not such a good option. The person loses his job, he's going to go hungry. Says, Dr. Moshe, you're going to lose your job over this. Says, Moshe, then Avada, you can't lose your job over it and you have to shave if that's what your job requires. Okay. So, there is such a terim, but you have to know who they apply to when they apply. So, uh, Yaakov writes, let's say a person has a head to the shave for business. Let's say he has, Monday morning he has to be at a meeting, if he doesn't shave, his boss is going to fire him. So, he has a head to the shave. Is he allowed to shave Friday for Shabbos? So, many people tell me, how can you not? You're going to shave for Monday, you're not going to shave for Shabbos? So, Yaakov says 100%, you're not allowed to shave for Shabbos. Why? Because your boss doesn't understand Shabbos. Hashem understands Shabbos. So Yaakov for Dava Pashat is assuming that there's no hetter for covered Shabbos because he writes, if you have a hetter to shave for business, you do not have a hetter to shave for covered Shabbos. So, again, in the yeshiva world, it's never been too accepted. Again, some yeshivas, now Yisrael, Chavetz Chaim, other yeshivas, they do rely on this hetter. But it's a taka, a strong hetter to be matter covered Shabbos. And there's also a prima gaudim. The prima gaudim writes that this din of the Magan Avram was not talking about during the three weeks. He was talking about only after Rosh Chodesh. But Avada before Rish Chodesh, where it's only a minute, Avada you're allowed to shave Lukavit Shabbos. So now you also have a Prima Godim to mix into the equation. So there's quite a few Svaras to be Mekel to uh, Lukavit Shabbos, but again, 
see what people do. Many people seem not to accept this heter. There's a whole other way of thinking. That's what Rabbi Salvechik felt. He had a Messiah based on his father, Ramosha Salvechik, who pointed out that the Avelus of the three weeks is comparable to Avelus of Yud Beit Chodesh. And therefore, he said, just like during Yud Beit Chodesh, at a certain point, if a person shaves frequently, he's allowed to shave during Yud Beit Chodesh. Therefore, Rabbi Salvechik held that Yibachlal, anyone who shaves frequently, is allowed to shave during the three weeks, irrelevant to Shabbos. Forget Shabbos, on a Tuesday. If a person shaves frequently, he'd be allowed to shave during Shavas, during Ben Amitzarim, leading up till, up till at least Shavu Shechabu, or perhaps Shavu Shechadish. So again, there are definitely Snifim Lahakel, then there's always the Chuvas Radvaz, famous Chuvas Radvaz, who writes, a person's terribly bizarre, he's terribly uncomfortable, he's also allowed to shave. So, put it all together, there might be situations where a person is allowed to shave for various reasons, maybe even for covered Shabbos. Interesting thing that we pointed out before, that the three weeks, the Bein HaMitzarim, don't have too much ramifications for Svardim. Besides for the fact that the Shulchan Aruch says we don't say Shechianu, most of them in Hagim are really Ashkenazic-based. But the Shulchan Aruch himself writes, in Simitav Chav Ches of Ches, that there's a special Haftaira for the Bein HaMitzarim. So maybe there's no practical Avelis, but the Shulchan Aruch writes that there's three special Avtairas that we recite on the three Shabbosos that are in what's known as the, the Yimei Peronius. So we have last week's Avtairah, this week's Avtairah, and, and next week's Avtairah. So what was last week's Avtairah? Everyone knows it was Divrei Yom Yo. This week is Shemud Dvar Hashem. And next week is famous Chazoin. They give a way to remember it. Dashach is a way to remember it. Okay. So there's an interesting Mishnah It's really a Magen Avram. Mishnah Bura says, let's say you were in Shul last Shabbos. Again, this would never happen here. But you were in a shul last Shabbos and they read the wrong Avtairah. They read Parshas Pinchas' Avtairah. Right? They turned to the back of the Chumash and that's the Avtairah. And they didn't read the Me'en HaMo'oradika Avtairah. So the Magad Avram Paschus this week, you have to read two. You got to double up. You got to get them both in. So if last week you read the wrong Avtairah, the Buddha Paschus this week, you have to do double to catch up on last week's Avtairah. Because that's how important it is to read these three Avtairahs. And even if you missed the last week, you still have to do one this week. Machoikis we shine him whether or not this week we mavarchim the chaydish at all. They bring down from the Mordechai brings down a practice that we weren't mavarchim the chaydish at all this month. Being it's such a sad month, we don't even want to be mavarchim. Others say fakert because it's such a difficult month. It needs all the brachas it can get, so we got to load it up with brachas, and that's the accepted practice for the most part that we are mavarchim chaydish. Many people add when they mavarchim the chaydish, they add the word menachim of. So where does that come from? So it's an Aruch HaShulchan in Eben Ezer. The Aruch HaShulchan in Eben Ezer is discussing when you write a get. When a person writes a get, so he says, don't write in the get the words Menachem of, because that's not the name of the month. We talked about this once before by Mar Cheshven, whether or not the name of the month is Mar Cheshven or not. It probably is, because the Mishnah Tainus is like that. But he says the name of the month is not Menachem of. He says they only say Menachem of when they're being Mivarchem the Chodesh. When they're being Mivarchem the Chodesh, so as a Nechama, we say Menachem of. But he writes, you should not write it in a get. He says, if you do it, the get's not possible. But the chadchil, you should not put it into a get. So same shayla with Iksuba. So now for Iksuba, it's not so negative because you don't get married the first uh, till after Tishabov. And some people hold that after Tubov, it's no longer Menachimov. But for Iksuba, it's a different shayla. But that's where the minute comes from. The minute to say Menachimov is found at the earliest I could find it was in this Arach HaShulchan, where he said that when Mavarchim the Chayd, you should say Menachimov, but it's not actually the name of the month. The name of the month is not Menachem Ov, and for that reason he paskins, it should not be written into a get, but he writes, if it was written into a get, but the ever the get would still be kosher.